sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. After the festivities that always come at the end of the year, the early days of January can seem a little bit, well, dull. How can we, as disciples of Jesus Christ, enter into the new year in which we experience it full of joy? That's what we'll be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into the topic of the new year blues, new year blues... Blues. Blue, thank you. Are you waiting for me? Yes, I was. <laughs> we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you got questions about today's episode or ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Ignition at sfcatholic.org is the address. Hi. Did a little Sean Connery just, just slip in there bit. at the end? <laughs> I'm trying to do ignition. In, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm joined uh, today, as I am often lately, not always, but often, <laughs> by Renee Kranz. Hi, Renee. Hello, Chris. Just uh, You've been doing fun facts with Renee Kranz lately. Yeah. By the way, it's nice to see you have a different outfit for this month. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So after December. <laughs> about all time. Red in December. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> tell us about yourself, Renee Kranz. Uh, I am Renee Kranz. I'm yes, the interim, direct, interim communications director for the uh, Diocese of Sioux Falls. I'm also the managing editor of the uh, Bishop's Bulletin. I suppose the editor now since Father Griffin has stepped away from that. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I am married to Ryan for 18 years. We have been together for 27, though. He made me wait a long time. He did. There's the fun fact well, of the day. All right. Uh, yeah, that's, that's my fun fact. Great. Um, I am Chris Bergwald, Director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization with the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Been in the role since 2002. Um, been in the role of husband to Jermaine since 1999. She's originally from Ohio. I'm from Central Minnesota, but all five of our kids are born and raised here in sunny Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That's my normal shtick. I should do the fun fact thing. Yeah. Too. Oh, there's something. My first major in college, uh-huh. aeronautical engineering. What? <laughs> yeah. All right, there we go. Okay. For another time. Did not see that coming. Yeah, I, that's good. Um, so we're talking today about the New Year Blues. Now, before we recorded, to be fair, uh, you're like, you know what? I, oh, so for the listeners to know a little bit more what we're going to be talking about, just the reality that for many people, you know, December is oftentimes, even though it's Advent, it gets full of parties and festivities, um, and let alone by the time we get to Christmas itself and then New Year's Eve, many people do something. Oftentimes New Year's Day, people will do something. Mm-hmm. So uh, here now, as, as you're li- if you're listening to this at, when it's airing, it's, it's the 4th of um, January. January. <laughs> Words are hard today. <laughs> the fourth months are hard, at least. The 4th of January. So we're now into this phase where it's still the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still in the 12 days of Christmas. We talked about the octave of Christmas. That's that's now behind us. But we talked about that last week, I think. Um, but, so, but even though we're in the Christmas season, there's still sort of a, you know, the excitement, the fun is over. Here, so here's a perfect example of when talk about Renee. Okay. Um, so I said, Germany, I have five kids. Our two youngest, Alexi and Mercedes. Um, Alexi is a sixth grader. And Mercedes is a thir- third grader. And the last couple of years, Alexi in particular, and Alexi will be happy that I'm talking about her because usually Mercedes gets all the attention. <laughs> the two youngest. Woohoo, Alexi. Um, <laughs> Alexi for the last year or two, I remember last year for sure, Christmas night after Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Daddy, I'm sad. Aww. Why, Alexi? 
because Christmas is over. No, it's not, Alexi. It's just the first day of Christmas. We get the whole night, <laughs> the whole season thing. Do we I get presents all twelve this days? This is the first day of, of the octave, <laughs> and then the twelve days. And the, no, um, but she, she. So as a child, um, and she's not young. She's a middle schooler now, but still, she has that. She she experienced the excitement of the day. Mm-hmm. And she knows, she knows her faith well enough, even as then a fifth grader, um, that Christmas per, isn't over, but, but the day and all of the excitement, right. um, the presents and so on is over. And now there's sort of the, the, the letdown. Yes. And for her, it's even literally still Christmas night, but right. tomorrow morning, there's not going to be presents in the stockings. The gifts have all been unwrapped. Until next weekend, we will go to grandma's and then we have another party. Right, right. But anyway, <laughs> for now at least, right? So I think that's what a lot of people experience. Now, yeah. you said, though, you kind of like this little lull time. So actually, I, even though we're going to be talking about how do you handle the New Year blues, I'm curious <laughs> to hear why you don't experience it. Because maybe there's something how you experience them that will be helpful for those of us right. who do experience the blues. Well, I do experience a little bit of a letdown, like just immediately, kind of like your daughter does. Um Ryan, right after I'm because sad. we don't I don't see my family a lot. Yeah. And so I I have that little oh I'm sad, you know, I'm very sad to not see them again for a little while. But I actually like the quiet of I don't love winter, but I like the quiet of winter after sure. Christmas is over because I'm a little bit of a homebody. I kinda I kinda like to have my time. Not all the time, but sometimes. If I had to work at home and I had all that time too, I would go insane. But <laughs> but I get to go to work and see people, and I like to be at home. Otherwise, my husband hates it. But yeah, I'm okay with it. So, gotcha. There's probably other people out there like me. I have so a I feeling. Think, well, I think yeah. that's true. But I do think we, those of us who are more inclined to experience, I don't experience the blues heavily because. With the things we're talking about today, but still a little bit. I completely. There are times when I did like uh, not not literally the blues, but just like. Uh, yeah. So I think we can learn something from the use of the world. Who, oh, boy. As you said. This should be good. <laughs> as you said, you're not the only one. So I, I think that there is something in your experience that will be value, valuable to us. Yeah. So that's what we kind of want to talk about. How do we, um, where is the newness? How do you avoid the blues? But especially, I think you could do that from just sort of a, a secular, um, psychoanalytical perspective, mm-hmm. psychological pers- per- perspective, but I especially want to look at that through the lens of our faith right. because um, it's all about growing closer to our Lord and growing as his disciple, but as a missionary disciple who lives it out with those around us. Right. right. So um, as we've said already, of course, Christmas isn't yet over. Mm-hmm. Still the 12 days. And then, Bill, when is Epiphany again this year? I can't remember. You, you, The 10th. The 10th. Bill's not on the mic. I don't know why he's not on the mic. It's weird. Uh, the 10th. So that means the next day is the baptism of the Lord, and that's the end of the Christmas season. Right. I'm getting, I think that's right. Um, and then ordinary time is back. We're not, so we're not there yet. We still have a little bit more. We have a week left right. of the Christmas mm-hmm. season. Um, and then we'll be in ordinary time. So we're still living. Um, liturgically at least, in the season of Christmas. We're still living in the 12 days of Christmas for a couple more days. But, again, (sighs) so I want to talk about the holidays a little bit. And you you talked about like many people, you're with family. You don't get to see your family a lot. Mm -hmm. We're with my side of the family. We get to see them a few times of the year. Uh, Jermaine's side of the family, even less. So what is it, your experience, but I think more broadly, 
um, think on be, speak on behalf of the audience here, Renee. Uh, what is it about holidays that for many of us um, make them so fun and exciting? And before we talk about that, I want to acknowledge that that's not the case for everybody. Right. Um, a few weeks ago, Emily Leadham and I, uh, Emily was on the show. She's the exe- executive director of Catholic Family Services. And we talked about healing in the holidays right. and the reality that for some people, the family dynamics are such that it's really a, actually a difficult time. Right. So granting that, for those for whom, um, for whatever reason, it is a more joyful, exciting time. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Well, I think there's always that anticipation to get to see people you don't see very often. Right. I have a brother in California who I don't see very often, maybe once a year. And it's not usually at Christmas. Mm. But um, I, I don't see my sister in Minneapolis a lot. My other brother's in New Rapid City. And my dad's actually just north of us in Madison, but we don't see him a lot either. So it's it's a time to come together, everybody at one time usually, and be able to talk, reminisce, laugh. You know, we don't do presents very much anymore. Now we do get to see nieces and nephews and see their little faces, be all happy and stuff. Uh, we don't get to go to church a lot altogether because mm. Ryan and I tend to go by ourselves later. Uh, it just never works out where we go to church with our extended family. Right. So um, it's, that's kind of weird for us that way. Okay. And we're all, most of us are still, are also church going and go to right. go our Catholic. God, so it's, beautiful. yeah, it's kind of weird that way. That you but don't. Yeah. yeah. We we used to go to church with my mom on Christmas Eve, but now we, we've ended up sometimes other places when they go, they go Christmas morning. Sure. So- um, it doesn't really, I don't know if that answers your question, but no, for you. So, yeah. so then I want to take that and extrapolate it about. So what is it about getting together with family or friends that is, and, and you are, you did already answer this, but I want to go further with it. What about it? Is, what, uh, what is it about it that is so enjoyable? Hmm, probably getting to share your life and share your experiences with other people. Let's be real. Is that what we do when we get to? So I, yeah, you do. See, my family, we get together. Our conversations, like we're not. Uh, there might be a little bit reminiscing. Oh yeah, we do that a lot. Do you really? Yeah. Say more about that. I'm curious. We do. Um, we, especially how with do you, my. How do you do that? Do you like? Do you like pass the baton? No. Right, no, <laughs> no, I don't know why, but especially it happens at my dad's. Uh, my parents are divorced and and have been for many many years, but. Um, especially at my dad's, there's a lot of, uh, you remember, remember how you used to chase your brother around with snakes and blah, blah, you know, that was me, by the way, not, not me saying that me chasing my brother around I with believe, snakes. Yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Most people wouldn't be who know me. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of that. And actually on my husband's side too, uh, they, we like to play games. They have a few drinks and pretty soon they're talking about crazy things that happened when they were kids. And there's a lot of that gotcha. for us. So our, our side may, well, you don't get together. So what, what I, what tends to happen when we get together with my side of the family. So this is now me with my parents who are also been, who've also been divorced for a number of years. Um, and my siblings, my two sisters and their husbands and kids, uh, it tends to be more catching up. Okay. What's going? Yeah. What's 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 going on in we life do some of that with yeah. them and the kids? Um, whether it's reminiscing or catching up, why do we enjoy that? Because we need human human connection. Why? That's how God made us. Okay, I see. That's where I, that's what the wise have to stop there. Yeah, Bill's laughing. I know. 
you know, that's, I, that's I, as far I, as I can go. go. I just, yeah, yeah I took it. <laughs> going to make you stop asking me questions way so sooner than normal. Because that's how God made us. So we're made, for, use that all we're the time. made for community. <laughs> yeah. We're made for, so God created Adam, but Adam needed to help mate. Right. So, so God uh, created an equal from his side and equal to him, Eve. So from the very beginning, God has created us to be in community, not only with him, that's the ultimate community mm-hmm. that we need, that, that we're created for, that we our hearts long for, but also with one another. I was just actually leading um, uh, some folks as part of the new equip cohort. They they read Gen- they've been reading Gen- they read Genesis, um, and somebody asked that why was Adam longing for Eve when he's in communion, sinless communion with God? Why 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 did he have this desire for a lesser mm-hmm. good? Because that's how God created us. So that God seems so weird, doesn't it? No, not not within the divine logic. I suppose, it yeah. Because God, God wants to experience us to experience not the, yes the greatest good, but He wants to experience us to experience multiple goods. He delights in multiplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not just one kind of flower, right? Right, right. That's not by accident. That's on purpose. He He orchestrated the creation of the cosmos in such a way that there is diversity mm-hmm. and he created things in such a way his rational creatures us um, in such a way where we could delight in that multiplicity in that diversity mm-hmm. um, so we are created for community so why do we enjoy it when at least when things are relatively good with family because we're this is this is where we came from this was our family mm-hmm. is the com- the original community to which we belonged and which we still belong to. Mm-hmm. So when we are together, it is an opportunity for us to connect, whether it's to reminisce mm-hmm. or to catch up with those with whom we are created. What does this have to do with the New Year blues? So why am I? Because I think it's important to think about what is it that we like about Christmas? Because it changes over time, right? Mm-hmm. What did you love about Christmas when you were a little girl? So many, many, many decades ago. Details. Let's see. Well, of course, presents. Right. Duh. And for me specifically, I presents, but I, uh, I, I've always loved surprises. Oh yeah, sure. So the the thing of not knowing what's mm-hmm. in there, it's right there. Mm-hmm. It's right. There. The one year where I went snooping and actually found <laughs> one of my presents, this just ruined that Christmas, but ruined that present for me. Like oh. naughty. I found it. So on Christmas, then I had to fake the, oh. And that's no fun. And it's always obvious. Your parents yeah. knew you found it. I'm sure they did. Sure you they know, did. one of the other things I always liked about Christmas, my older brother used to dress up as Santa for us two little girls. And he used a cotton balls for his beard, and it's hilarious. A picture of, of him, and he nice. was skinny. So it was like this skinny Santa <laughs> right. with this cotton ball beard. and right. It was pretty obvious, but uh, you know, we were little. We didn't yep. necessarily know any better. Exactly. Amen. <laughs> so, so I think presence, that whole thing. Um, but as we mature, we realize, hopefully, it's mm-hmm. not about the gifts. It is about the relationships. But there's another stage, right? So, mm-hmm. the human relationships. But again, that, that that's not the great. That that is a good for which God created us. But there's a greater good, and that is communion with Him. So. I think that why some of us can at different times in life, and sometimes it's grief and just whatever, but why do we 
otherwise experience the New Year blues. I think it's because, at least for this was, well, it was true for me, and I know it's been true for other people because they've told me or I've heard about it. Um, when when that community goes away, mm-hmm. now what? Right. Is this is this it? I, mm-hmm. I get to see those who I love on occasion, but in between, so those are like the the peaks, right? But then there's the deep, long valley yeah. in between. What else is mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. And this is where I want to transition after just a short pause to talk about how can we now in the new year, not only avoid the blues now in early January, but really ultimately for the rest of our life. Right. So if you're just tuning into this into Ignition, I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, visiting today with... Renee Kranz. Whose husband made her wait like nine, nine years. years. Of dating. Um, yes. Renee Kranz, we're talking about the, how to avoid the New Year blues. New Year's here. New, Year, New Year's is over. The New Year is here. Now what? So we've been talking a lot, Renee, about um, what's so great at the holidays and so on. And you shared that you actually don't experience the New Year blues uh, because it's a nice, quiet time mm-hmm. after the hustle and bustle. Um, I I don't experience New Year blues anymore. Not so much because of that, because I like the hustle and bustle. So I, there's a way in which I miss it. But as I was saying just before the break, I think there's the the if we don't have the, our relationship with God when when we we've reconnected now with family or mm-hmm. friends, and now but we've gone our separate ways, gone back home, whatever, and we're not with them. So we got a taste of that deep human community. Mm-hmm. But now that's been taken away from us until, until whenever Super Bowl Sunday or summer picnic, summer yeah, whatever summer picnic yeah. or next Christmas, right? Um, so we're we're missing that, and then it might be that the ache that we're experiencing, the blues that we're experiencing, the uh, that we're experiencing is because we don't have that next level of good, mm-hmm. which is a relationship with God. Right. And then now that doesn't mean I'm not saying that um, you're if you're listening, you're like, well, I, that might be me you're talking about. You might be a faithful mass going Catholic. So what we're talking about is just it's not just taking your faith seriously. It's about taking that next step of looking for God in the ordinary, mm-hmm. um, finding the face of Jesus, if you will. And the ordinary experiences of life, because it's easy to find those moments of joy, which ultimately come from right. God himself in things like parties with people we love. Mm-hmm. But what about when they're gone? Where do I find joy, Christian joy? Where do I fa- find the face of Jesus Christ in the ordinary every day of daily life? Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about here. So okay. for, like, does that make sense mm-hmm. that yep. in order for us to experience that joy, not in the same way. I mean, it's not, there's no presence, right? <laughs> but, but even my, like my emotional state is not the same. Right. Um, you know, we're not always on that party high, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, but there's a way in which we can still experience a satisfaction, um, a fulfillment, a flourishing between the family get together. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. Questions about any of that before we go further on? Mm, I don't think so. Nothing. You perfectly understood everything. That, that'd be a first that you perfectly understood. Oh, me. Ow. <laughs> but, but it's happened. It's, it's happened. a new year, Ta-da. new day. Okay. So 
we, we want to look for the face of Jesus Christ in our daily lives. So, Renee, if somebody said, okay, you're the co-host with Bergwald on Ignition, how do I do that? What does that look like? How do I find the face of Jesus? How do I experience um, the quiet joy? So quiet, January. You like mm-hmm. How do we experience that quiet joy that comes from a relationship with our God? You're asking me to tell them, explain it to, to the How, person yeah. who's asking me? Yeah. Um, well, for me, I would say it's just in noticing the little things that happen in your life that maybe you don't notice when you're all busy. So maybe you're, for me, for instance, when you're standing at the sink, washing dishes, our, our window over the sink faces out to our neighborhood, the the street. So um, you get to kind of see people walking because they walk in our neighborhood, even in the winter, Uh, walking their dogs and just see the world go by. And you can just think about, you know, I, I tend to think about kind of the, interesting things that God has created and um, in the quiet, I mean, just being able to sit and read a book. Okay, so actually, no, I want to stop. So I, I love that um, example. Okay. I love, so I, I want to, I want to go to your kitchen sink. Okay. Um, I hate washing the well, dishes, so it's a good thing I, you, there's a window there. You take care there. of your dishes. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to wash <laughs> okay. them. Great. Come to my kitchen sink here. I hate washing them. You can do I want to go back to the experience that you have. So, yeah. so um, how did you start that? Uh, the the little things that you might otherwise miss. Mm-hmm. So you're standing um, at the kitchen sink, and it's well, if it's dinner time, it's dark, you can't see anything. But streetlights are off. But sometimes it's on Saturdays. Saturday. That's not usually on. Yeah, it's you're, usually you're Saturdays. doing the dishes, and you're seeing your neighbors walk by. Mm-hmm. How are you experiencing quiet Christian joy as you're seeing people, for goodness' sake, just walk along the street? I don't know. It's just, you know, there's other people out there and you you recognize they're, they're familiar. Um, there's other people out there. So, so what? I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. No, this is really good. <laughs> I'm liking this because I'm making you uncomfortable, which is always a. Uh, <laughs> it is because I'm not really sure how to answer that. Right. Um, you know, I mean, you have, you have the beauty of the snow and the, yeah. So here's so the, this is a, to me a perfect example. So, Living life attentively. Mm-hmm. So often, um, so think think back to the end of liturgical year, way, way back over a month ago now, at the end of November, but even early December, so much of the very beginning, end of the church year, but also the beginning of the church year, early Advent, we're being told uh, the gospel is, uh, is often about watch, watch. be awake, be mm-hmm. vigilant, be on guard. Mm-hmm. And I think most of us, so I, so just to anticipate, to get to the the point, living life attentively is how we we can see the face of Jesus when we live life attentively, Mm -hmm. but most of us don't. Right. Most of the time, even for those of us who, so I seek to do that, but I still live most of my life like that little insect you see in the summer that skims (laughs) over the surface of the water Mm -hmm. because it's so light, it doesn't break the water tension and it can can literally walk on the water. Right. That's how I live for me, and, and I'm somebody who really strives to live as a mission, as a missionary discipleship of Jesus Christ. I skim along the surface of my life, mm-hmm. but 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 sometimes I'm standing at the kitchen, at the kitchen sink, <laughs> and I see. Right. I'm attentive. I'm aware of 
this world around me and particularly of the people mm-hmm. who are in it, who they're walking by in the street. I'm Do they usually see you or uh, sometimes? Cause it's not, uh, we live on a circle, so it's not a very, we don't have a very deep front yard. Okay. Okay. So, so sometimes they see yep. you and there's sometimes, a little, yep. they, they, they probably give you a scowl probably or, or worse. <laughs> Throw stuff at um, the window. <laughs> <laughs> but they, so you, there might be interaction like right. uh, what, or Wait. not, they mm-hmm. may not notice you, but you see them. Mm-hmm. And there's something about that that gives a moment of quiet Christian joy. Mm-hmm. Now, some people might be listening to this and be like, what the heck is he You guys are making about? this up. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but is this, but, so I you, I want you to be honest, uh-huh. even, even if I don't like the answer. Sure. Is, is what I'm saying, describe your experience. At, at that, yes. At that moment at the kitchen sink, with the, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's for me all year round, really. What? Right there. So what is that same that that experience at the at the window there? Not just in the winter. Not just in the winter. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, in the winter you aren't outside as much, so you don't talk to people as much. So it's the time. It's the only time you see them, right? For the most part, right? So somebody might be saying, "Okay, I get that. That's a a moment of something." But I'm proposing, and, and this is just bear with me, and you. I'm proposing that that actually moment that moment is is a way in which Christ is present to you through mm-hmm. your neighbor, whether they recognize you, acknowledge you, see you or not. That you seeing them, even if they're just walking by and they don't notice you, is a moment in which Christ is present to you through them, and is, and He is offering you a moment of encounter with Him, which brings with it quiet Christian joy. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we've got about. Two minutes left. So real quickly, you were going to give another example, I think, sitting in a chair. Was I? Would you? <laughs> sitting cou- uh, on your couch? Well, your- I mean, I do. I try to. I cut you off and went back That's to the okay. window. I try to, in the winter, uh, catch up on like reading uh, Bible study, things like that. Because right now I'm trying to go through a Bible study and I'm not being very successful. Gotcha. So usually after after the holidays, I'm a lot better. Okay. Um so where I thought you were going to go was maybe sitting in your chair and it's a quiet moment and <laughs> nope. you're aware. Okay. Never, okay. Sorry. All right. That's fine. That's, that's why we call it live radio. Ladies and gentlemen. No, don't say that. Don't lie. I don't want you to make things up. Not on this show. Okay. That's, that's your show where you make things oh, up. Oh, sure. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, so just to, to wrap things up here, I th- I, that example of you um, standing at the kitchen sink year round um, and having that quiet moment moment of quiet joy, seeing people walk by where they notice you're not. That's a way in which we, I'm proposing, we can live the joy of the Christian life, even in the quiet moments. Mm-hmm. It's easy to see when we're um, with people we love and enjoy. It might be harder to see now in the early days of January right. when there's no parties, when Super Bowl Sunday is a month away. Right. right? how do we live this now? Mm-hmm. Well, it's looking, it's living attentively. It's, it's listening closely and it's looking for the face of Christ, even simply in the people walking by my street at home. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. I love it. So let folks, let's, let's try to do that more this year. Maybe it's a resolution for you and that will wrap up this episode of ignition. Again, you can email us ignition at sfcatholic.org with any thoughts, questions, or ideas for future episodes. And until next time, dear listeners, may almighty God bless you, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. Amen. Amen.